Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. A Thursday, a rambunctious, fluid Thursday, live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Pete Carroll, let go in Seattle, end of yesterday. Wasn't long after Nick Saban said, "Ah, I'm going to leave on my terms. Uh, Bill Belichick, it's official, is gone in New England. So, you know, it's it's customary that we replace about seven to eight coaches annually in the NFL. The drip, drip, drip continues. There's a lot of talk out there about a mystery team for Bill Belichick. But, uh, you know, you're seeing the end of the greatest college football coach of all time and the greatest NFL coach of all time. Friends, you know, within a, within a day of each other, it ends. Yeah, wild stuff, an incredible day. Good for content, Colin. I'm very excited for today. So the NFL is so much different than even 10 years ago. You can gamble on games now in most states. Uh, the rules reward offense. Wide receivers now are much more valuable than, say, a running back. That wasn't even the case 10 years ago, but things change. And my wife always has a term. Honey, just stay current. Just stay current. You can be a hotel, a restaurant menu, or a professional coach. Stay current. The coaches that did in the NBA, titles. Those that pushed back on the three-point shot, Popovich, a regression of wins. Renovation, tweaking, adapting. Belichick wasn't really built for a lot of changes. Let's be honest, he's an NFL historian. 
historians tend to seek the rearview mirror for answers. He looked backwards a lot, but Tom Brady was the protective shield. Brady was such a brilliant player and a brilliant mind offensively that Tom took care of that side of the ball and Bill just worried about culture, details, and defense. Whenever you'd push back on Belichick, who was no longer the coach of New England as of this morning, he would always say, well, our results have been pretty good. They had been pretty good. Belichick not only lost his way, I think most of it was because he no longer followed his rules and the Patriot way. No more sacrifice. No more adjustments. No more all about winning. All of it took second place to whatever made Bill comfortable. And increasingly in the last seven to eight years, what made him comfortable, and it frustrated Brady until the very end, was adding his kids to the staff, hiring familiar fired retreads, drafting players he wanted to coach, stockpiling picks and not taking any big swings. Simply put, Bill got lost in his own sauce. Bill was into Bill and whatever made him comfortable. He didn't stay current. You can go back to 2016. I, I have been on this with Ryan Rossillo, my buddy. We would, we would go out and have beers seven years ago and talk about this. The league was transitioning to speed, more perimeter-based speed and players. Dual-threat quarterbacks. Get young, get fast, get multiple. New England hasn't drafted receivers or tight ends or offensive speed in a decade worth a you-know-what. But they collect picks. Last year's draft symbolized the issues. Slowest offense in the league drafted three interior O-linemen and two kickers. They are now embarrassingly slow, no pro bowlers, offensively tone deaf, out of touch, and inept. But the Kraft family, Robert and Steven, deserve some blame too. They gave Kraft too much power. I've seen athletic directors do it to coaches. Being an NFL head coach is a 24-7 job. Being an NFL GM, similarly an exhausting, relentless occupation. Bill basically was both. You can't do both well. Bill's drafting unraveled his coaching. And for anybody in any field, it really comes down to this. Stay current. Because this is how it almost always ends for the old successful baseball manager or the legendary college basketball coach or even Bill Belichick. You are shown the door, not on your terms. Bill may have separated due to Tom Brady in the height of his career, but it's ending in a very familiar fashion for those that don't stay on top of things. He's shown the door. This morning, Belichick and Kraft are just issuing quick statements. They will not answer any questions. To the end, clunky, old school, and protective. That is not the way to age well. What is? Nick Saban. A different personality. Actually in person, kind of funny. He's leaving on his terms. Ended up in a college football playoff. The entire season symbolized Saban. They weren't very good early. Had to replace the quarterback. But by the end of the year, great teaching, mentorship. Alabama was a play away from beating Michigan. He still recruits at the very highest level. His energy is through the roof. And he has pivoted beautifully over the last decade 
from a defensive guru, a Svengali. Bama's now quarterback and wide receiver you. He's always been willing to adapt. That's what he was willing to do. He didn't have all the answers. He questioned himself. He acknowledged blind spots. And Saban has another quality that I really like. And he's not perfect. But we live in a world now where everybody loves to jump on the avalanche. You see it on social media all the time. Somebody, you know, steps in it, puts their foot in it, says the wrong thing, does the wrong thing. Here comes the avalanche to pile on people. And then there's guys like Saban who actually grab a shovel and dig people out. Lane Kiffin was a punchline. Saban gave him a rope. Let me help you out. Sark, personal demons. Spiraling, career over. Saban grabbed his shovel, helped him up. Saban did that on more than one occasion. Willing to be uncomfortable. Willing to be criticized. Willing to take some shots. I like that about him. We don't have enough people like that. The other thing I like about Saban, and I'm not saying you can't be proud of your resume, right? Like, I, I'm not saying that. Tradition can be fun. I like the old Yankee Stadium and the new Yankee Stadium. It's okay to like both. I like the Rose Bowl, too, more than new stadiums. But I never felt like Saban was clinging to the past or romanticizing it. If you went up to Nick Saban and looked in his office and said, man, look at that, look at that, look at that, you know what he'd probably say? Not going to help me tomorrow. I wouldn't look. My wife often says, you can look, don't stare. Saban never stared at his success. He glanced at it, was proud of it, with a legendary work ethic. He wasn't perfect. He was impatient. He acknowledged he didn't like working with mediocre people. And, you know, there's a lot of them in a lot of fields. But I don't think there's any coincidence that in a 24-hour period, one legendary coach was shown the door. The other left on his terms. This is a story about how to age in the same industry. Willing to look yourself in the mirror. Don't stare at your success. Insular is never a good way to age. Bill Belichick got too caught up on being right and confirming right. And Saban was about getting it right. That's why he ends on his terms. We'll pivot to a broadcasting company I used to work at. We'll make eight figures, car dealership, happily married, lots of smiles, and personally, a fun guy to hang with. I'm not anti-Belichick, and I'm not just pro-Saban. There's a lot of similarities. Both are workers, both are smart, both are grinders. Probably is a lot easier to win in college than it is in pro football, right? Impulsive owners. You only get one first-round pick a year. Saban gets 25 every year. He can hand-pick. But I watched the two guys age, and I was always taken back by how Saban, in his 70s, stayed incredibly current, felt young, vibrant, dynamic. When he got to Bama, it was a defensive culture built by him. He leaves. It's quarterbacks. It's wide receivers. It's innovation. And I think that's cool. Um, we don't know who's going to get the Alabama job. Dan Landing at Oregon has Southern connections, and the South can be pretty provincial. It's pretty much an us-and-them mentality. 
Kalen DeBoer, 3-0 and against Lanning, not the recruiter. In my opinion, the better coach is who I would pick, but he's an outsider. Dan Lanning is an insider. Dan Lanning just announced moments ago he's staying at Oregon. So that's interesting because, first of all, Oregon's a great job. Lanning is highly compensated. I don't think my opinion was DeBoer's the better coach. I think Kalen DeBoer, if Harbaugh left, he would be their first pick at Michigan. If Ryan Day was let go, shouldn't be. Kalen DeBoer would be their first pick. Washington's boosters are going to have to pay him 9 to $10 million to stay. He's worth it. Been to that stadium 30 times. It's packed and a revenue machine. But um, So we'll keep you updated on that. A lot of rumors last night on the Internet about Dan Lanning. I was told by two sources yesterday that Greg Byrne, a very smart athletic director for Bama, sharp and respected, has had his eye on Kalen DeBoer for months. Sark and Dabo Sweeney also need to be considered. I would be shocked if Sark took the job. Texas, Austin, momentum, great place to be. Uh, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft this morning um, each had a statement. They would not answer questions. And here was Bill. Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of... Um, you know, gratitude and celebration. Um, start with Robert and his family. Um, it's great. So much thanks for the opportunity to, to be a coach here for 24 years. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. Um, received tremendous support. Uh, we had a vision of, you know, building a winner, building a championship football team here. And uh, that succeeded, exceeded my, my wildest dreams um, and expectations. Uh, the amount of success that we were able to achieve together, um, you know, through a lot of hard work and, you know, contributions of so many people. Um, so I'm very proud of that, and, and um, I always have those those great memories. I'll carry with those, those with me the rest of my life. Um, that's the greatest professional football coach of all time. No more hoodie. Bill cleaned up. He looked very astute. He looked very professional. He looked very uh, uh, powerful for our radio audience. I would suspect he would coach again. Uh, I think Harbaugh's the best coach on the market. Mike Vrabel, to me, is way up there. Uh, I do worry about Belichick, the offense, a need to have power over personnel. I would not grant that. We got 10 years of bad drafts. I would not grant that. Again, I think head coach and GM are hard jobs singularly, individually. I don't think anybody on the planet can do both well. I just don't think it's possible. So, and I've seen it happen. I saw it unravel Mike Holmgren years ago a little bit in Seattle. Uh, Pete Carroll years ago had a little bit too much power. Then they gave it back to John Snyder, and their drafts got much, much better over the last three years and a bit of a power vacuum. Uh, so I, I, my, my, I would suspect Saban's going to broadcasting. Pete Carroll wants a gig again. Don't know if he'll get it. Belichick wants a gig again. He will get it. The question is, how much power will he have? So it's a, um, what a day. And what a, this, this show today is going to be incredibly fluid. With that, that soundbite on Bill, you know, that thing happened four minutes ago. Didn't it look to you like, like you said, he's not in his hoodie, he's not gruff. No, no, no. Tie. I don't know if that was a suit or sport jacket, no, but he, looked, he was dressed, I don't know if to impress perhaps uh, other organizations. Yes, he that was. I'm not done. 
But uh, it, you look for kind of small tells. He didn't look upset, did he? No, I think, Bill, if you looked at Pete Carroll yesterday at the press conference, Pete Carroll was telling every GM in the league, high energy, very grateful, don't have a lot of baggage, should have won more, it's on me. Pete was selling Pete. I'm going to be 73 in September. I'm not an age thing. I feel great. Belichick there, that is as good as he has looked in 10 years. He is cleaned up. He yeah. is sending the message. Hey, grateful. I'm a guy that builds foundational football operations. Grateful, good energy. By the way, never mumbled. Clear. Yeah. He didn't mumble at all. Should we get Bill off? mumbles professionally. That is as clear as he's spoken, as good as he's looked. Chest out, beautiful suit. Bill was sending messages. I'm ready to run another football operation. Early guess as to where he goes. Put me down for Washington. Uh, I think Washington uh, would take Harbaugh first. I think Washington is number one. For Belichick? Think, or? Yes, for okay. Belichick. I think Atlanta will get consideration. There is a mystery team out there. Oh, always. Always the mystery team, yes. I will just say, if Bill isn't interested in a complete rebuild and the Eagles lose Monday... That's your mystery team, in oh, my opinion. I forgot. What if the Cowboys lose to the Packers? He's not going there. He's not going there. Oh. He's had he's had a few beers in his life with Bill Parcells, a few conversations. He's not going to Jerry. If the Eagles lose Monday, I do not think they will. It's my favorite bet of the weekend. I like Philadelphia. I think they'll win. If they lost and they have literally regressed yeah. off a cliff for six weeks, and Sirianni looks over his head. It is not a rebuild. Where is Bill strongest in the draft? Secondary. That's where Bill's great. He's a great defensive coach, and he is the best secondary coach with Saban ever. Where is Philadelphia struggling? In the back end of their defense. They've got their quarterback. They've got weapons. They've got an O-line. They've got great tight ends. And Howie Roseman's one of the sharpest GMs in the world. Okay, he's really sharp. Where they're weak is the back end of the defense. Bill is linebackers, corners, safeties. Nobody better in pro football history than Bill Belichick, and that is absolutely their weakness as a franchise. And he fits Philadelphia and the ethos of that city. Tough, Tough guy, blue collar, all about football, none of the outside stuff. That That's not your worst prediction ever. I'll all just right, give you that. All right. Nick Wright came up with it. I'm just gravy training it. Oh, That was Nick's idea. I thought it was a very good idea. Yeah. We give, we give uh, credit. It's not credit. better than Dallas, but I got <laughs> <laughs> Had a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app real quick. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download. Now for my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four and a half. That's not the best number, but I think the Dolphins are a bit of an injury-plagued mess in zero degrees at Kansas City. Take the Chiefs. Listen, I don't think the Steelers can beat the Bills. Mike Tomlin, though, is a great underdog coach. Bad, cold, windy weather. I think 10's too many points to give up. I'd take Pittsburgh as the side. And yeah, 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 I'll take the Rams. Plus three at Detroit. Head coach, quarterback advantages. Lions a bit banged up physically. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Download it quick. New users, the code is herd. H-E-R-D. Download the app. Takes 90 seconds. New users, code is heard when you download the app.
21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates and None of the Bulls. So at the end of yesterday's show, Pete Carroll, and it was surprising to a lot of people. I was surprised, not shocked, uh, because I think the Seahawks underachieved this year. I think they have an excellent roster. They're the classic Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When Brady got there, you're like, yeah, they need a right tackle and a quarterback. This is a good roster. I feel like Seattle needs a quarterback, and this is a good roster. Like, it's a championship roster. They didn't deliver. So uh, Pete, he kept changing assistants. He kept changing coordinators. He changed quarterbacks. He took swings. He wasn't stuck in his ways. Pete took swings. They just didn't work. And as a defensive coach, what do I always say? You got to get your side of the ball right. Criticize Lincoln Riley. The offense has led the nation the last two years at USC. He gets his side of the ball right. The Seahawks rush defense and total defense the last two years, last in the league. They haven't had a top 10 defense since 2016. And they've drafted it well. And Pete's made changes. He's tried to shake things up. He's taken swings. He brings great energy. He is not a stuck-in-his-ways guy. But I will say this about defensive coaches. 
They do not seem, and Pete's guilty of this, to understand the urgency of quarterback. Andy Reid made the playoffs with Alex Smith. Alex Smith is good. He moved on. Sean McVay made the Super Bowl with Goff. He moved on. He upgraded. Shanahan made the Super Bowl with Garoppolo. He wanted more. Yet Mike Tomlin's doubling down on Kenny Pickett. And Ron Rivera is telling you that we can win with Sam Howe. And I thought there was a, a stubbornness with Pete and Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Come on. Drew Locke? Geno? Geno was a bust his first time around. There is something about defensive coaches and offensive coaches. Defensive coaches are very much into controlling things, controlling the clock, controlling the quarterback, controlling. You can't worry about turnovers. It can't be the most important thing. Josh Allen is a turnover machine. Baltimore and Buffalo are favored to get to the AFC championship. He's won a lot of games. Both Mannings turn it over a lot. Favre. Turn it over a lot. By the way, when Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow met in the Super Bowl, Stafford tied for the NFL lead in picks. Burrow was sixth. The best player in the league last year was Patrick Mahomes, seventh in interceptions. You can't sit around all day seeking control. Defensive coaches want control. Offensive coaches are about innovation and creativity. Sean McVay preferred... A higher-risk, higher-reward quarterback, Matt Stafford over Goff. He wanted to upgrade to a guy that was known for throwing some picks. Could be reckless. Josh Allen can be reckless. Brady threw picks. Both Mannings. Andrew Luck. Bad roster. AFC Championship. Threw a ton of them. Defense is a lot about don't do this. Offensive coaches see the world from let's try this. And that currently is the NFL. Let's try this. John Harbaugh, defensive coach, has embraced a whole new offense with Lamar Jackson. That's why he has the best team probably in the NFL. Let's try this. Lamar Jackson, let's try it. Let's just help him. Let's double down on him. Let's try it. An initially brilliant but flawed player in Lamar Jackson should now be the MVP. So I don't worry about Pete's age entirely. It's something. But they didn't do anything right in Seattle despite changes. The defense was terrible. And I think Pete, Ron Rivera, you're seeing a lot of these defensive coaches. Mike Tomlin. They really get caught up in control this and don't do this. and the Innovation, creativity, take some swings. Pete wasn't stubborn. I just wonder if he sees football as the culture shifts below his feet. I just wonder if that's the way you can win. If you think Gino's going to hoist a trophy, I couldn't hire you as a coach. I, I mean, go look at the playoffs. It's offensive coaches and star quarterbacks. <laughs> Almost no exceptions. Here was Pete yesterday. Since our, uh, our last game, um, I had a couple chances to, uh, to talk. And, and uh, first, I shared um, my feelings about, uh, about our team and uh, about the organization and representing the 12s in my intentions of staying with the Hawks, man. And that, um, that was uh, true to the bone. And uh, I want to make sure that that's, that's clear as things have shifted so quickly in, in most people's perspective. Uh, it's been an honor and a thrill to be part of this program. He wanted to still coach. He said he wanted to coach. He thought he was coaching, and they showed him the exit. 
More on Belichick, more on all these hires. Joel Klatt, Greg Cosell, both here today. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Busy, busy day. We got some more stuff here shortly. But first, let's start with uh, Robert Kraft and Belichick, the parting of ways after 24 seasons, six Super Bowls. Um, They're looking for a uh, replacement, obviously, for Belichick, which is going to be tough. Linebackers coach Gerard Mayo. I saw he's minus seven hundred at one sports book. Now you can't, these are super low limits. Right. Can't get down any real money. So I don't know if that's intel or just guessing. But Mayo is the favorite. Here's Robert Kraft in uh, speaking with the media shortly a uh, short time ago. We met and mutually agreed to part ways amicably. And like a good marriage, a successful head-coach-owner relationship requires a lot of hard work and I'm very proud that our partnership lasted for 24 years. I don't think in the NFL there's been any other partnership that lasted longer and has been as productive as ours. Bill has taught me a lot over those years and we had high expectations for what we could achieve together. I think we were the only ones who had those expectations. And I think it's I think it's safe to say we exceeded them. Thanks to you. Yeah, I mean they're being very classy and nothing lasts forever. Trees don't grow to the sky. Belichick will coach again. Um how certain are they? Over fifty percent chance? Oh yeah, absolutely. Bill will Bill will I think he'll coach he again. He is seventy two there's no question um uh, there's listen <laughs> there's seven or eight organizations every year i mean ask yourself this how many well-run organizations in the nfl are there eight and i'm and i'm eight i mean philadelphia is well-run rams are well-run i mean i i think green bay's been well-run baltimore is well-run dallas is mostly well-run there's a far more that are poorly run or run at a suboptimal level. So Bill does bring some, you know, you know, some knowledge, um, relevance. Um, listen, just say this: there are things Bill does very well. He hasn't stayed particularly current, but there are things he does well. If he joined an organization that already had offensive skill people. It's why Atlanta is getting mentioned a lot. Atlanta's got the offense right. They don't have the defense right. There are, I don't see him as an Atlanta Falcon coach. Yeah, imagine Bill Belichick sitting at his table saying, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to move to Atlanta and coach the Falcons. I don't see that, it either. Just, it doesn't, now maybe it happens, but I. it just sounds weird. It doesn't feel like a cultural fit. Is he going to go south? I, I don't know, man. I, it doesn't, I'm not buying the Falcons yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's move on back to Pete Carroll. Now yesterday, Mark Sanchez sat here and talked and you guys seem to be kind of okay with the idea of Pete Carroll could go to the Chargers. Interview. So, interview. Okay. Someone pointed out to me yesterday, look at the ages of the quarterbacks. I'm sorry, of the coaches in the Chargers division. It's like, you know, Andy Reid's kind of getting up there in age. Sean Payton, second. Maybe there's a, a way he fits there, but 
I don't know. It just strikes me as a little bit odd that he wouldn't. The Chargers could be a landing spot. I uh, had dinner with a member of the uh, Chargers uh, organization last night, and um, you know, asked a lot of questions. I, I think Pete is very respected in Los Angeles, and he is a very relevant figure. I can't tell you how many times his names come up among USC people, and I always say, "College football is a young man's game, man. This transfer portal, you're you have no vacation anymore in college football." So Pete's not a college football guy probably anymore. But I do think he went to the podium yesterday, and he had great energy. Um, I, I, energy is not the issue with, with with Pete. I think he's it's incredibly redeemable, his spirit and energy. I just do wonder if he sees the world a little bit like many of these defensive coaches being let go, that it's all about, you know, control and... It's not the world we live in anymore. Yeah. It's, it's it's go find a playmaker, live with some turnovers, make plays happen, ingenuity, creativity offensively. The league is telling you we're moving to offense. Why? Because since they signed that they they signed that billion dollar check for CTE, they've made the game safer, yeah. and that means less tackling, less hitting, more offense. So the the, the sport for a multitude of reasons that the primary one is going to be safer and more offensively driven there is a reason i think it's 11 or 12 of the 14 playoff coaches now are offensive right. coaches let me ask you this it just dawned upon me hearing you use the word safe so let's say pete carroll's like i'm not done i've got the energy i'm still i'm a young 70 what if carolina and david tepper hey you know what you need an inf uh, like a cultured builder you could get an older guy like Pete Carroll. He would take another paycheck. Tepper gets a respected coach in an organization that's super down. Hey, man, you you worked with an undersized quarterback in Seattle, Russell Wilson. See what you can do with Bryce Young. Yeah. I, I don't think Pete Carroll is the worst idea well, yeah, I mean, for Carolina. Uh, you know, prime example, Pete and Belichick can't just take a year off at their age. So they have to they have to seize an opportunity. And they're not like the, the number one target. Pete Carroll's not number one. I don't know. I don't think Tennessee's. I right, think but Carolina's a lot of the top candidates are going to say no to Carolina. And because, um, you know, Pete brings a certain gravitas with the Super Bowls and the national championship to Carolina. But... Yeah, you think the owner might respect that a little well, more than Frank Reich and the kid from college. But here's the uh, thing. If you're Pete Carroll, you got to ask yourself. He's got a place in Hawaii, a place in Seattle. He's very much a West, West Coast, Coast guy. guy I know. Um, and I'm not saying he wouldn't move. But the Seahawks are a very, very well-run organization. They draft well. They develop well. The fans. It is a. It's it's one of those eight to nine well-run organizations. Okay. Bring that. You want to go to the tire oh. fire of the league? Hey, you know what a well-run organization is. Bring it to our organization. We're desperate for it. Why not? Uh, let's move on to final story. Nick Saban and his retirement. Um, what a twenty-eight year run uh, as college as a college football head coach. I saw. Six titles in 17 years with Alabama, and then he won one uh, also with LSU. Um, obviously, it's a coveted job. I have seen Steve Sarkeesian's name. You sh you shot that down. We, I, we scoffed. I well, think Sark is going to stay at Texas. Quinn I think yours, by the way. Let me interrupt. Yeah. Quinn yours just put on social media. I'm staying with like a little video. I so, would not take the Bama job. Yeah, I, I don't think Sark's Texas going there. is a top five job, top three job in college football. You get to live state school of Texas, Austin, Texas, maybe the best college town in America. He brings back a ton of players. By the way, he's creating his own legacy at Texas. Why follow yeah, Nick? And he's got Arch Manning on deck. Um, Lane Kiffin is an interesting one. I personally don't know that I see it. I, I, I think people are sleeping on Dabo a little bit. Dabo Sweeney at Clemson. This is a guy who walked on at Alabama, earned a scholarship. He's got a great story from when he got to Alabama. I know people are tuned out on him in now. In the athletic di director world in college sports, 
I had two sources yesterday say Kalen DeBoer is the one they've been monitoring for months. But many believe Kalen will stay at Washington and he would go to an Ohio State or Michigan potentially. That's where he's more comfortable. Hmm. Uh, I've been told that if Kalen DeBoer is offered Bama, he would take it. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, now. he's losing a lot at Washington. Penix, the receivers. Well, the, it, it, the, the difference is, though, does Kalen DeBoer want to go into that spin cycle of Southern intensity? He's not known as a great recruiter. He is a brilliant coach. So he could take Saban's players, and they would win instantly. But Lanning is the one people in the South. I mean, there's all these private jet stuff. It's a lot of nonsense. He's got a $20 million buyout. All, I, I, a huge buyout. Yeah. Really doesn't have what what what's his resume? I think we need to cross him. Given the video he put out this morning, the, that's you know, it's Oregon. Over. He's say, landing's out. Um, it becomes interesting. Like the other question, Kalen DeBoer. Do you want to follow Nick Saban at Alabama? A little bit of pressure instantly, like right out of the yeah. gate. Like eight games in, is, do we have the right guy for the? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live You know, the, the, the Belichick to the Falcons thing, uh, I will say this, is that in my life, mediocre businesses and poor businesses, I feel very lucky to work at Fox. We've got good management. We've got a lot of smart people. But mediocre businesses always just think, hey, if we just hire this one coach, it'll solve everything. You know, that's that's very much the New York Knicks. We'll just give Phil Jackson all the power. It'll solve everything. That's very the Jets. Let's just get Aaron Rodgers here. That's the Mets. That's not what wins in pro sports. Consistent excellence is drafting and developing and shrewd free agent moves. Uh, you look at the Miami Heat, the Atlanta Braves, the Warriors for years. I live in Los Angeles. How those teams are run. It's drafting. It's developing. It's patience. It's the right coach. Not one person is winning in Los Angeles. It's Stafford. It's McVay. It's Les Snead. It's Stan Kroenke. It's a lot of people contributing. It's Aaron Donald, who's a leader, a quiet leader. So um, the Atlanta Falcons last 10 years have been over 500 two times. I can see them saying, hey, Belichick will solve all our problems. That is so on brand. I mean, the Falcons in one of the weaker divisions in the last 20 years in the NFL, they're rarely over 500. So I, in my life, mediocre businesses overreach. They overcorrect. It's like there's a steering wheel, and they're lurching it to one side and lurching it to the other, and let's hire the Messiah, and he'll solve everything. The Warriors had Bob Myers, Joe Lacob, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. They had leaders at all these different levels. They drafted. They developed. They tweaked. So I, I could see Belichick in the Atlanta eyes. He'll solve it for us. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the answer. Um, I think Atlanta, if you go to Atlanta, look at the Braves. That's how you run an organization. Most of their best players are drafted and developed by the Braves. They're not looking outside for answers. The Braves create their own answers by drafting, patience, developing, excellent managerial uh, acumen, great minor league system. You can look at the Dodgers and say, oh, they just got a bunch of money. Long before they were spending huge money, their R&D was unbelievable. Everybody they brought up worked from the minor leagues. So desperate organizations and businesses think it's one messiah that solves stuff. 
I don't trust Atlanta at all. Joel Klatt joins us next, live in L.A. It's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hi it's the herd the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CC pg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. 
If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Eric Mangini was with Bill for years and years and has the rings to prove it. Um, I mean, when I watch Bill there, that looks like a guy that's not done coaching. <laughs> that, that was my interpretation. What was yours? It didn't really look like a love fest for 24 years together and six Super Bowls. And, and we all know in relationships, very rarely is it mutually parting ways. And, and I'd say it, it might be mutually parting ways because Bill probably has something else lined up i don't know if it would, would have been as as um friendly and 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 um together as it was if he didn't but i i imagine that bill ultimately would have liked to have stayed in new england and finished it out there but wasn't going to be able to and probably isn't that upset because now he's free to go do something else and i imagine he's got something lined up already yeah, Washington feels like cap space, although they don't have their quarterback. Uh, there's been um, a suggestion that if Nick Sirianni loses Monday, Philadelphia's history is they move off winners. They moved off Chip, Foles, Peterson. They move off quickly. They pivot fast. Um, Atlanta's out there. He feels like a weird fit in Atlanta, although Arthur Blank's a respected owner. Is there a fit with Bill that you think about and go, oh, that would look right, that would feel right? Washington, to me, is, is interesting, and, and I know we talked about it before. I, I like the idea because that's the area that, that he's from. They, they desperately need to, to be revamped in, in so many different ways, and, and Bill would bring that. The difficulty I see is it looks to be a very hands-on owner. This is a guy who, was, when he was in the business world, was extremely demanding, wanted answers, wanted answers right now, and I just don't know how that part of the relationship is going to work and whether or not the owner will be willing to take a step back and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to defer to, to Bill and I'm bringing him in for his experience and all these things, or whether it's, it's going to be one of, those, one of those situations where it's a clash pretty early on because it's two such strong personalities. All right, uh, Gerard Mayo, well-liked linebacker coach, no head coaching experience. Uh, and then there's Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel's a great candidate. My concern is he couldn't get the offense right ever, perfectly right in Tennessee, and it's an offensive league. Do you think Vrabel – I mean, they got to solve offense. they got personnel issues, culture issues with their offense, and Vrabel's more of a defensive guy. Is he a good fit to replace Bill? Well, well, here's when I think about those two guys, if you go and, and move, make the move with Gerard Mayo, you're getting exactly the same thing. Gerard's never played anywhere else. He's never coached anywhere else. The only system he knows is the system that he's been in. So you're going to get a younger version, a different personality, but he can't draw on any outside experiences of other ways to do it. Where with Mike, the, the, the great thing about Mike, obviously the head coaching experience is fantastic. He had success as a head coach. But he's also coached at other places. He's coached at Ohio State. He's coached at Houston. He's seen other systems. And, but he's got the benefit of knowing how New England works. He, he understands that culture. He understands ownership. Mike seems like a, a home run if, if New England could ever do it. I don't know if you want to go follow Bill Belichick because of, of what the expectations are. And Gerard Mayo, I'm sure he's an excellent candidate. But it's the same thing that you had, and, and that could be that that's going to be challenging. Pete Carroll uh, 
you know, listen, the age thing, people are healthier now. 73 now is 63, 15, 20 years ago. Nutrition, balance, life, food, whatever. I don't worry a ton about age. Um, but here would be my concern on Pete Carroll. Pete, you changed assistants. You changed coordinators. You changed quarterbacks. And you haven't done anything really well for five years. Like, their defense is a mess. Pete, it's your side of the ball. There's players everywhere. There's good players, Pro Bowl-level players. So for me, my takeaway on Pete is it's the wrong side of the ball. I don't worry about the age. I just think if you're a defensive coach or an offensive coach, you got to get your side of the ball right. And if you don't for an extended period, I do wonder if the sport has to some degree passed you by. Is that fair? Well, just like what you mentioned with your wife saying that, that in HR, sometimes people aren't willing to change. Pete's willing to change. Yes. Pete's change may be too much. And and maybe that's been been the, the fault of his is is he's tried too many things. Uh but I, I, I would imagine that Pete from an energy perspective, from a all that's all that's gonna be fine. I like the idea of Pete going back to college. I like the idea of him taking over some college program. I think he'd be unbelievable there, just like with 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 Jim potentially coming back to to, to finish what he started in the NFL. I like the idea of, of Pete potentially doing that in college. You know, the other outside idea that, that nobody's talked about is what about Nick Saban? I, I, I would, if I had an organization that I was, that I was running, I would make a call to Nick. Nick had that experience with the Dolphins. If, if you're going to go the older coach route, he'd be a guy that I'd be interested in talking to too and see what his, what he thinks. Jim Harbaugh, you know him well. Um, first of all, I think everybody that knows him was happy for the national championship. Um, Michigan's a top 10 job in the country, pro or college. It's a wonderful place, wonderful place to live. What is your gut feeling on Harbaugh? Is there a fit that works for him? I don't, I don't have a gut feeling on Jim because Jim, Jim's so unique. And, and, and again, as we talk about coaches who have, have had experience both college and pro and He's accomplished the ultimate that he can accomplish and bring his own mater a national championship. I think Jim would like to win a Super Bowl. So I, I would see at this moment him being able to move on from Michigan, go take a, an opportunity in the NFL, potentially win a Super Bowl. And, and from a fit perspective, Jim can make any place fit. And, and he's, he's unique. He has his way of, of, of doing things that isn't necessarily the, the traditional way, but it works. And whether it's a system like the Chargers that's more family-run or whether it's uh, one person on top like, like Atlanta, I, I, don't, I don't see it being a problem either way. Jim, Jim can fit into any, any organization. They, they're just going to have to understand that you know, he, he has a unique way of, of doing things and uh, it's both fun and successful, but, but that brings its challenges too. Yeah, I would go offensive coach the New England because I think Sean McVay would have trouble in two years solving New England's lack of personnel. I just don't think they have any speed. They got a good, decent O line personnel. Is there is there anybody out there? It could a Ben Johnson who's never been a head coach walk into that pressurized thing and work? Well, I mean, I just think their well, offense is a hundred. It feels like it's Jurassic. They just need a new <laughs> set of eyes and ears. But, but all these jobs, all these jobs, it's a question of who the quarterback is. It, it really is. And and you know, look at look at the the situation in in Denver. And and 
there's a really good coach, an established coach, a coach that's been incredibly successful, and and he's having problems without without a quarterback. And and Sean Payton, when he figures that out, is going to continue to be successful. It's the same thing in New England. If you can get a quarterback or anybody that that can give you some level of consistent competitiveness, then you got a chance to to win and win quickly. And and that's why the Chargers job should be so intriguing to so many people is because you think you've got to figure it out at the most important spot. But if whoever you put in New England, if, if you don't get the quarterback situation worked out to, to some degree that's that's a lot better than what it was these past few years, it doesn't matter who walks in there. Uh, finally, um, I think Bill the coach was unraveled by Bill the GM. Would he see <laughs> power? Do you think Bill, some, Bill could work alongside somebody and not – on top that he could say guy goes bill this is what we're going to draft this is what we need i'm part of this too you're not going to usurp my power could bill work with somebody like that no probably not but bill i i think does a really good job with free agency and and with on the pro side and and he's brought in a lot of guys over the years that have, have really helped uh helped in a significant way the college side has been more of a struggle now, for him to get the opportunity that he wants, he may have to get into some type of relationship. But I would think to to bring him in, it's got to be it's got to be more of a, a partnership where the GM has power, but is willing to defer. Because because who are you? Who is going to sit and tell Bill, this is the guy that that you need to coach. This is the guy that should be on the fifty three man roster. No, we're not bringing in this free agent. It's just hard to envision the personality that that can do that and can do it effectively. That that person's probably going to have to be a little bit of a salesman. Going to have power, but also need to be a little bit of a salesman for for it to work. Man, Eric Mangini. There's a lot of stuff here. A lot of moving parts. You know, there, there are a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of, a lot of great coaches available right now. It is. It is a really deep field, no question. Then you just threw the Saban to the NFL thing into the wrench, so that got my head thinking. I, I like Saban to the NFL. But the issue he had with the NFL, Colin, is it, the, the the amount of draft picks that you got. And you could go back to college and you get a bunch of number one draft picks through recruiting. But now college is just becoming a junior version of the NFL. So why not go back to the NFL and see whether or not you can be you can you can finish the work that you started there. He's he's so good, and and it doesn't look like he's ready to to just golf. Yeah, yeah. Play gin. Yeah, I don't see that either. Yeah, he he he'd be he's a. I would definitely make that call just to gauge the interest at least. Yeah, Eric Mangini. Good talking to you. Good talking to you, Colin. Hi. Let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 